I fly above all the drama. And in a couple hours, JFK. I have more houseplants than James Kennedy. <laughs> and there we go. There we go. That's something. I, I love it. I lo- it's just it's just a little, Simple. it's just some info to share. I'm into it. <laughs> you guys, bonjour. It's Andy's Girls. Episode, however you say, un, deux, trois, quatre, cinq, cinq, something, something. And I am so... I'm so excited to um, spiral emotionally over the course of this episode. We're recording it right before I go to JFK because I am really, really smart with timing and strategy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and uh, Allison Leiby is here. I'm so excited to introduce her and talk about what the fuck is happening in New York and I guess the country today. Yeah. So welcome back to Andy's Girls, writer, comedian and co-host of the podcast, Ruined. Allison Leiby back in the office. How are we? I love to be here. I'm so comfortable here. Um, I mean, I guess like we're in we're tense. We're tense. We're tense. I showed up here trying to text you a million times on my trip over. I was also going to propose I'll pick up coffee. I was trying to tell you I might be a few minutes early. I was like, wait, remind me of your apartment number again. None of those texts went through because AT&T is down. And also like Verizon and other stuff mm. because I had sent, I got my eyebrows done this morning. They look amazing. Brown. Thank you. And um, she's done a bunch of like famous people and like the Trumps and stuff. So every time I'm like, oh tell God. me more. Oh my God. <laughs> tell me more information. Um, so um, not, yeah, but she's, yeah, she can't be fired. She doesn't work there anymore. Anyway, um, so... <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I sent her a text when I was en route to be like, I'm early. I could run to the Apple store to get a new charger thing or come see you. And I didn't hear back from her. I was like, okay, no problem. And then sent another one. Didn't hear back from her. And then when I went upstairs uh, up into like the salon space, she said that she couldn't send a message to me because she was on the train or something. Mm. But it turns out that like mm. Verizon and other spots too are also having a, a sh- a, an outage. Yeah. Like I like never expect like when I'm underground, I'm always like this will work or it won't. But by the time I get above ground or if we're at a station for a while and it's yeah. the Wi-Fi, then like then everything kind of like works itself out and things send and it's like, oh, OK, like the green line or whatever. Like it all like goes through. And I got above ground and I was like, not only can I not send any text messages, but I also can't like look at my email. Like I like I had to like because I couldn't remember what your apartment number was. So I was like I had to go through my old calendar and find an mm. old um, Can I send you a calendar invite? For not this? for this, but it's like we're so cat, we're so cash at this point. Like it really doesn't matter. I'm like we don't need a calendar invite for like this kind of oh nonsense. Oh my god! Um, but I had to like go find an old one because like I couldn't text you or like do it. Like it was like it was it's wild out there. I hope by the time this comes out, it's resolved. But I hope by the time I go on an airplane yes. and fly to fucking Europe, yes, I'm not a great flyer. I am also PMSing and I oh, do god. have anxiety. Like on a good day, so. Right. I'm not loving this. I'm also, how do we say, not technologically advanced. Mm, no. So I don't speak the language. So I don't know. I just think like beep, beep, boop, like, and then a plane is there and then you drive it like you're going to the mall and then we're in another place. Oh, my God. So I don't I don't know the ins and outs of like, does the cell phone, wouldn't wouldn't you think that technology is going to have an impact in something else? Right, because we're like, supposed to like turn our phones on airplane mode when we get on planes. That has to be connected <gasps> to it, right? Oh, no. Airplane mode. Airplane. We're all in airplane mode right now. You can't do anything on your phone like if Kyle you're outside. Kyle and Mauricio's marriage, which is also, also on, on airplane, airplane mode. mode. I... I don't know what to say, except I am freaking out. It's going to be totally fine. 
Yeah, we're going to be fine. It seems like it's going to be completely fine. It's going to be fine. Okay. I'm telling you, it's going to be fine. And I'm just concerned that they wouldn't tell me if they were like freaking out. I I think that if they if there were real issues, they would have started canceling flights already. I because it's just, I could cry. I'm very nervous. It's the, I'm going like, to keep it real. Thousands of flights have taken off in this country in the last couple of hours since this okay. started and clearly okay. i haven't seen a single thing that's related to air travel as like a piece of news so the only thing that concerns me is a friend did send me a text <laughs> who i'm meeting up with in rome and we're both a mess but he sent me a text when like the secretary or executive assistant of i don't know the department of whatever sure inadvertently accidentally like slipped that like russia's gonna do some bad stuff but i'm not supposed to talk about it yet and then he got in trouble because he wasn't supposed to and so i was saying to you like since tucker Mm. is like bffs with vlad if he could maybe slide into his dms and be like is this you i am still an american (laughs) so if if we're pretending that putin only cares about one person himself if we can add a friend of this tucker Mm. carlson gentleman and just be like can you just remind him not to do some sort Destroy of art terror <laughs> with calm stuff because I feel like that's the future. I know because like I like I realized how paralyzed I was moving around the city without access to like and when I say moving around the city, walking four blocks from the subway to your that's, apartment. That's a world of mad. I mean, that's this. It's movement. the last of us. It's the honestly, city. but like I truly was like panicked at the. Like, I'm going to go get a sandwich after this. But then I'm like, and then I have to go right to the subway and get right home so I could use my phone. Wait, but your internet works, right? Am I dumb? It's just the texting that doesn't work. But your internet works. It's been like I couldn't when I was before I connected to your Wi-Fi, I couldn't when I was outside, I couldn't access anything that required any kind of connection of any kind. But I have AT&T, which I think has affected the worst. I have Verizon. Okay. So I was affected only a little bit. So hopefully the pilots also have Verizon, I guess. Or I'm like sure the that planes plane. are smart enough not to have AT&T, which is like objectively not a good service. I mean, if you're flying Spirit today, Ooh, I think that I wouldn't get tough. on that flight. I wouldn't get on that flight. So hopefully this, you know, I mean, knock on table. I'm so neurotic. It's, it's not the finale episode of andy's girls no it is not if it is uh, and you didn't join the patreon before i will haunt you um i i i think we're gonna be fine i think we're gonna be fine unlike kyle and mauricio's uh, marriage yes um listen the finale happened what was your experience watching it did you feel like this is delivering while you watch or do you even ever like think in those terms are you so sort I of do. engrossed no i felt it was not delivering Wow. Like in the production elements of the show, which is how I, you know, as somebody who makes TV, I think a lot about like, this could have been like, I feel like we saw a scandal. We've seen like very moving moments on this show that have been well, like the music has been scored correctly. The shots have been lined up really well. And I felt like the the sit down with the girls. It was I was like this music was kind of like, like it just like wasn't quite as like dramatic as we've seen other less dramatic things be filmed for Bravo. Mm -hmm. So I felt like it and like because this has been such a long time coming and I feel like we're going to get this with Summer House. Happy Summer House Day, um, which is is today. It's tonight. Oh, great. I feel like we're going to get the same thing with Lindsay and Carl. where like we have known about this deterioration and breakup mm-hmm. for so long and seen it play out that like there is no version of it that would have like 
been as satisfying as the way that we saw, like, Scandaval play out in yeah. almost real time. I mean, we were only a few weeks behind by the time we were watching it, or, like, a couple, two months. And it's been, like, how, I mean, it's been many months since, this was summer that they were shooting. Mm-hmm. And it's like we've and we've known about this since summer and it's February. So I just feel like by the time we got to actually see, you know, them acknowledging to each other like this is this is over and here, girls, this is what's happening now. Like, I was just like, we know like that's which is tough. That's tough in this era of Bravo. I recorded an emergency style episode with Bravo, Bravo, Ducking Bravo right after we both watched. And it was one of those experiences of like trying to figure out because I did find it meaningful. I found it. I felt I those emotions at points. I felt those emotions, but it kind of felt like I was rewatching something that I had seen before. Does that make sense? I think it's because we had the white party and I, I mean, sidebar, there's no way that she spent $400,000. I, I assume that SoFi was like, we're going to split these oh, or you're, I'm going to pay 99%. I assume, or, I assume that she didn't pay for any of that. And that was all like, and I'm also that was like, one big ad. I'm like, is, do they need people to throw parties at that stadium? Like, why was it's a great direct TV tie in without it I being mean, direct TV related? It does bump up yes, it reminders did, it about did the a commercial. lot. It did a lot of help for a lot of people from like a marketing and advertising standpoint. Yeah. But I'm just like, I don't quite know like who 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 won out there besides Kyle getting a free party. Wait, that ad was for DirecTV, right? It was. Okay, great. <laughs> like It was for like tissue paper or something and I'm completely losing my mind. Um, yeah, I, I thought that was, I mean, I was sort of against it happening in a stadium. It didn't look fun to me at all. It looked like a, a fancy sort of staging area in yeah. a stadium. I wanted to be at... Kyle and Mo's house and also knowing what we know now yeah it should have been at yeah. Kyle and Mauricio's house yeah like we can't do these far-flung you know locales I don't want that for the white party the point of the white party is that it's you're hosting a party at, at a your house and you're wearing white yeah I don't I, so that part I was like oh okay but Kevin Lee was fun, fun she, 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 she. yeah and Glenn, Kyle said on Watch What Happens, was unavailable, but I appreciate that she did reach out to him because mm-hmm. I was thinking of Glenn throughout mm-hmm. the episode, Glenn the party planner. I do, and it's like, I we know how I feel about Kyle. I am not her biggest fan, but mm-hmm. boy, do I love seeing Kyle do an impression of another housewife. She just nails it every time. Her little Lisa like moment, she had like two sentences that she fl- like shot off and like she just did a great job. And it's like, it's fun to see that. And like, yeah. I wish that was the Kyle we got more often, but it just isn't. I appreciate that we had a white party finale but I do fervently in my bones feel like we should have gotten a full episode because with the whole season backed around Sutton being a piece of shit for asking about the wedding bands and Garcelle being like what's What's going going on on your marriage marriage? like the fact that these women were dragged to hell and apparently are going to continue to be on the reunion the reunion preview looked uh like a lot yeah, I mean, apologies to Erica, but when Erica and Tom, when Erica announced the divorce, it was like, oh, okay, people are like looking at their phones and whatever. And that like that made sense for what we were going through at that point. Um, although we still were missing a lot of information then. Mm-hmm. With this, I'm like, it's Kyle and Mauricio. They are like the foundational, I yeah. think, aside from LVP and Ken, honestly, like one of those couples that many of us, not all of us, but many of us just assumed would be together forever. I think that's worthy of doing if you're picking up filming so a month later, because aren't Sutton and Garcelle, I mean, 
Kyle might not like their delivery, but turns out if the word is, you know, word on the street a month after filming shooting yeah. is that you guys are separated. separated. I mean, thou doth protest too much. Yeah, I would like, I mean, it's like, I know they probably just want to save for a reunion that is explosive. But, but you can still do that. You can still do that. Right. And then, like, I just don't, I don't know. I felt like it was like we we got like cheated out of cheated Uh-oh. um out of both a finale and an episode that is all about the separation like we didn't get like a proper finale mm-hmm. which i felt like it cuz like you knew that it was going to be half and cuz like they started playing the like end of beverly hills music that like mm-hmm. which like makes me cry sometimes <laughs> i can't it's it's an ending it feels like i don't know the end of like anything makes me very teary for some that. reason um you know we get that at like 31 minutes in and mm-hmm. it's like obviously now it like there's a coda and it's going to be kind of the fallout of this the separation but like i i don't know like give us this just felt like half-assing both things mm-hmm. and i don't feel like we really wrapped up a lot of different storylines mm-hmm. like we kind of it's just like everything felt very like forced finished and like look how fun it is and i get the fun of like a great time dun, 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 a month later terror you know like i get that that's like a fun device to play with for Bravo for a finale but like it just didn't I, it didn't deliver to me in a way that I wanted either a regular season finale or something that really talks about this huge blow up of a relationship for this franchise and I get that I hear that I don't disagree with it but I also genuine I mean it just like maybe I'm just like grateful for the breadcrumbs it really did deliver for me mm. it, it really did and there was that tense moment in the meeting with the fam i guess the kids had no idea i mean like obviously you see your parents interacting but really truly there had been no conversation with them because yeah. kyle and mo weren't ready at that point yeah. when filming us i'm sure they were just trying to figure stuff out including like is this tension because it's tension or or how much of this is associated with like the fact that there's a real fracture here mm-hmm. um but there was there were moments in that meeting with the kid where like Mauricio was like we're not on the same page yeah about the and living that was together very I guess. dark and and I can't like they've not been on the same page all season and it's felt like very like I think it's so weird watching something in kind of like after you know how it ends because mm-hmm. you're just like oh I'm seeing like that they're really not like I wonder if I had not known that this was coming and that this was happening like how I would have felt about their relationship and kind of like the first half of the season mm-hmm. but it felt very fake for them like I feel like they've had a very like whatever's been going on in that relationship mm-hmm. and like and I don't think it's all been like it's actually been a perfect marriage and suddenly we had a problem like I think there's been kind of a long degradation that they both kind of maybe agreed to but I feel like Every scene with Kyle and Mo this season felt like a play they were doing for us, both when it felt good and when it felt bad. Like, I feel like, I don't know, it felt very staged in a way that, like, I don't think Kyle wanted to, like, really let anybody into, like, how much it wasn't working mm-hmm. on camera. But I think, like, you could not fake that things were good because they just, they don't know each other anymore. Like, I feel like they were both in that house for, like, 18 minutes this year together. It felt stilted. Mm-hmm. And that's that's tough to watch. Yeah. It's, it's, it's sad. It's, I feel it's I sad. do feel like as much as I don't like Kyle, I do feel I feel I, I just feel need to make her. clear. I want to be clear. <laughs> I don't like Kyle. I do get that she's like a foundational part of this franchise. Yeah. And I understand why other people like her, but I don't. 
But I mean, I do still feel for her. And I think like, you know, that when we get that uh, testimonial kind of like fourth wall break with the producer being like, what Uh, happened? Like, you can feel that. That was really like hurtful. Like, you could tell that she really, I mean, I think... Were we talking about this? The theory that, like, for a long time, there's been cheating, maybe on both sides, but, like, certainly on Moe's side. And it's been kind of like, just, like, don't make a fool of me. Don't, like, you know. And I think that when her friend died, she was like, I kind of need you to just be here for me and, like, maybe not doing anything with anybody else and, like, support me. And I think that he didn't do that. I think he didn't do that, but I think something else happened because it sounds like there was a straw that broke yes, I, the camel's back. Yeah. And I don't know what that was, but she's referencing something specific and then going on yeah. the Today Show and being like, it's general, you know, like it's just, it's been happening for a while. Both of those things might be true. Yes. I think it could be happening for a while. And then there's one like, this is just a bridge too far for me. And I do think that's what happened. And I do think it has to do with like, Timing and doing something that other people know about while she was grieving. What does that does that mean? I think that he was like, she was like, just don't cheat on me for a few months and let me just be like, let like, like, just be here and be a supportive husband. And like, don't make I'm already so sad. Like, things are obviously not like, like, don't make a fool out of me in Beverly Hills. And I think he was like out and around with people and wasn't respecting that she was going through an incredibly difficult time and just asked as a wife for him to not be a piece of shit. Yeah, and that he wasn't, like, curious in any way. You know? It's just, there's there's the idea of empathy, but I think also curiosity. Maybe at a certain point he just lost his curiosity about his wife. Yeah. And, like, I will say, like, I think Kyle, like, dove into all of her many, like, businesses and jobs, like, Mm -hmm. intentionally as he was doing the same thing. And, like, I think that they, like, actively put space between themselves for several years. But... I don't know. Maybe he just she's does, better off. She's one hundred percent better off. Maybe she he just doesn't want to have the kind of marriage that they had before. Like their lives have changed. Yeah, one could argue how could their marriage not? But he's not. He's just not willing to bend. Maybe he needs someone who exists in order to ensure that he is taken care of and there will be people who fill that role or maybe he'll just do what he's doing now which is this weird dating around a bunch of young people it's so funny gallivanting in aspen been like the favorite husband for so many years and like look he is very handsome he is very charming i think that he really did love kyle for a long time i get why we were all like Kyle and Mauricio. I mean, that's kind of it, right? Oh, yeah, it's still true love. I just think true love doesn't always last. But I think, like, as we see his behavior now, I'm like, "Mm, I don't like this. I don't like this person. I'm not super into this kind of guy. Like, I don't... He he gives me kind of, like, ugh, what? Vibes. (laughs) Yeah, and also, like, we're just having fun. I just don't understand how you can be this out to lunch. Yeah. I don't get it, but I've never been married. I've I've never been in that kind of like extremely significant long term relationship. Yeah. Like it's just like weird that he can be like really pissed off about Kyle telling his mother about her new tattoo, but like he won't go to her friend's memorial. That's obviously a huge part of her life. I'm like, you don't get to be like mad about some things and like not supportive on kind of grander versions of those. Like it just like, he, I don't know. He seems like an asshole. I don't know. I don't know when Mauricio kind of changed for me. I don't know if it was this season. I think the laughing about Garcelle's son. That was when I really, really was like, well, off. I'm done with you. 
that was not a good moment for no. any of those four people in that room, no. which we really don't talk anywhere near enough about, no. to be honest. It should be talked about constantly. Yeah, I hope that Garcelle referenced, well, I understand why she might not to yeah. put up boundaries in how her son is discussed, yes. especially after what they experienced. Ugh, I love her so much. I love her so much, it's but I, like, I hope that she, I hope I that she references it. I, it should be brought up more. It should be something like, I mean, I hope she at least brings it up in fighting with Dorit. Yeah, I think Dorit, obviously from the trailer, is going to be like, you know, that there Part was like a gun yeah. to my head and you're making a joke or referencing something that's not a joke. I don't know which is worse for Dorit. And I think Garcelle's response could be like, I hear what you're saying. Maybe she disagrees. Um, and also, how do you think I fucking felt when you were laughing about my son being mistreated? Yeah. And I think that that is going to be something that she should pull out if Dorit yeah. gets. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. I like I don't know what happened with that robbery, but like their vibe as scammer in general. And I feel like it's fair for someone to like have an opinion on that. It's weird know. that they seem to be running out of cash and not a single person is referencing it. How is nobody referencing it on this show? I mean, like all like all of also like kind of like the teases and the finale of like Dorit being like, I don't think we're going to make it while like uh, against the background of like Kyle and Mauricio's marriage ending. And I was just like, girl, no one cares. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was surprised, honestly, at the idea of like, I don't know if he's going to change. I don't know if I'm going to be around to watch it. I, I that honestly took me aback. Yeah. Like I, I couldn't. I was I was more confused by it. I wasn't like nobody cares. I was like, I, I just are you leaving him? What's happening? Yeah. Is this I'm not challenging whether or not it's real. But like, you know, when you're like, is this real? Like, yeah. Like, what's what's going on here? I need much more information. And like, than what, what we is saw. it? Is it like, I just don't think it's that he's not understanding her PTSD from the robbery and like it and is leaving too much. I'm like, I don't know. It feels like there's more to whatever's going on with you guys than just like not that that's like, yeah, if that's what's going on, that's obviously a huge, huge mm -hmm. relationship kind of hurdle to get over but i don't know i'm just like aren't you guys just gonna like restructure the finances of your marriage by divorcing and somebody then at least gets like a little bit of money somehow i don't know from where i think he just lives in london i mean i i think he was working on that tv show but i got into this with bbdb i don't know if the timing matches up i assume that's why they were so um unspecific about what he was doing in London because yeah. they didn't want PK to look like a reality TV star. They wanted him to look like a business person. Mm -hmm. You could do both, but maybe that was a decision not to um, break the, f not fourth wall, but pop the bubble in that way. Mm -hmm. um, these are just normal rich people hanging out in Encino. Uh, it, it's, it, it, it is, it feels, it feels a bit confusing. Yes. It feels a bit confusing and it just continues to be odd to me that at this reunion, we are not getting Mauricio and, and apparently we're not getting PK. I think that would have been yeah. an incredible. Have we ever had the husbands in Beverly Hills? Yeah. White, oh, yeah. white pant panty gate. Yes. Well, right. at other points, 100%. 100%, yeah. 100 yeah, we have. That's right. We've seen Ken. Yeah. We can all, I always think about Jason Mansukas after his first viewing of Vanderpump Rules on Bitch Sesh. He goes, can we all see Ken? Like, is he is he on like the astral plane? It's this very funny. I just like I think about it every time I see Ken. And like, especially as he kind of like became such a memeable figure in the can you believe it's Tom Sandoval was <laughs> hanging out with Raquel, the pool. Sandoval. Sandoval. Um, I just love Ken. <laughs> it's it feels it, there's something here that's just like, 
I don't know. And I don't know if it's I was kind of like riding high right after I watched it just because I was filled with so much emotion about Kyle's emotion. Yeah. Sweet Portia crying, the other kids trying to yeah. keep it together. It's just it just feels genuinely sad. And it also feels like they're not coming back from this. Kyle does not want that. No, no, no. This is not like we pick up next season and they're living separately, but figuring it out because he wants to move. Like, I don't I think this is done done i think that's part maybe part of the reason why i'm like a little not confused about it but it's like we skipped a step where this is yeah. the first season where we're hearing that there's real trouble yeah and we never got to see the like the them working, working it on, out. on it it's it's sort of just the exit plan yeah we got like a little whiff of like we're in couples therapy and like mo is like it's fun and she's like it's not fun but like right. like we but like that was like 30 seconds of a sit down at their weird indoor bar. Like, I don't like there's not like we didn't really see a relationship fall apart. And we don't have a in the way that like with Scandal, we had like a moment where things went from whatever they were to over. Like we don't have like a specific inciting event for this. So it right. doesn't. So it feels like very jarring to be like, well, we've been growing apart for years, but like, well, we've never really seen you deal with that and i will say like i know that like sutton is a very controversial figure but i feel like you'll go with me on this where like i think like it is fair for sutton to be like why aren't you dealing with this part of your life on camera we all kind of agree to deal with as much of our lives on camera as we like legally can right like you are the queen of this franchise this is the biggest thing how are you not taught? Like, I think that is like a fair thing to ask Kyle. It might be a thing that you ask off camera. <laughs> like, no, I think if you're doing your job, you, you, you do it. On you might do yes, both. Yes, you might right. do both. And Kyle's response of like, I have kids. I want to protect their privacy. You're on reality TV. Yeah, you've been in it for 13 seasons. You've you've seemingly been fortunate at either not having the kind of marital difficulties that you're in now or being able to protect those. Yes. But you're not at this point in time. It's like. So it's not the same. I'm not saying the same thing, but it's similar to what Erica was talking about with Andy on Watch What Happens, which he references at the beginning of the episode of like, you you need to be in the hot seat on this. Like, yeah. we need to really talk about it. Right. And because this is the job. Right. And also, if you don't want to give details to protect your kids, I understand that she's a parent before she's a housewife. 100%. But people have the right to say, well, I'm not in a position where I'm given the choice not to. Right. She has a lot of support mm -hmm. and power that she has earned over the course of over a decade. And you know what? Some of those chips need to be called in at this point yeah. because we're we're dealing with something we've never seen before. And now we're seemingly at this point where it's like there's kind of no looking back. I need to know what happened. Yes. I need to know what that straw is. I really need to know. And like if you want to protect some specific people and things like I understand that there are like you know especially the way the internet functions mm -hmm. and like you can see people like gang up on other people and I feel like we'll get to that when we talk about Vanderpump Rules and mm. the sand of all of it all but like then you need to like have something that you give us like if you're not going to give us like some specifics about like did he cheat on you with like the worst person he could have then like mm -hmm. then you need to give us something else like it's just not and and this is why I'm always annoyed about Kyle is like I feel like she like rides very high her fighting like she never looks bad even mm -hmm. like with the Kathy stuff and can't like 
I just feel like she gets such a pass all the time. And I'm like, no, this is you are the the homecoming couple. Like mm-hmm. you are the king and queen of Bravo, really. And now it's over. You can't just be like, it was really hard and I don't want to talk about it because your job is talking about everything that happens to you. And the thing is, she's not saying I don't want to talk about right. it. She has been revealed. She's answered every question on Watch What Happens. Yeah. Aside from one that someone asked about yeah, the specifics yeah. and Andy was like, I'm going to take this. You'll get into more of it on the reunion. Yeah, and like, I understand. Save it. We just we need some stuff. Yeah. The reunion that feels fresh. And I get that. Some of this so is we'll us kind of res- re- responding revisit. to something we haven't watched yeah, yet. Exactly. Right. Like it's entirely possible because it sounds like he asked her a lot of questions about specifics Mm -hmm. she knew that she was in essence and i don't mean this in a way that's like that she was manipulative but she knew that she was dangling a carrot there and saying something happened i couldn't take it or i couldn't take it anymore and that was it so we need to know what the it was and i also would prefer if we need to know if there was a history of it's yes right was this like out of the blue i lost trust in him or my trust had been deteriorating for years and then finally this was the final straw and also how does a person define trust like trust could be i felt Mm -hmm. like there was potential i felt like he was you know getting too close to people i felt like there were rumors or i saw his behavior towards people flirty the trust could be i had trust that you were going to be here to support me right and you didn't step up step up and i have no trust that you are going to be the partner that i need and deserve that one could argue they both need and deserve but he might not yeah think in those terms and he gets to make that choice but so does kyle yeah it doesn't it might not be infidelity it might be a fidelity, it but it very might much not. might be. But it might not be. There could be other just like means of support and being mm-hmm. present that is what she's talking about. I I would be surprised if that was the real answer, but maybe I'll be surprised. Shout out to Astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing me with free samples. Astapro is a first-of-its-kind nasal allergy spray. It's the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes, while other allergy sprays take hours. Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. It delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. Living in New York City is not easy. Just ask Sonia, trying to sell that house. There are so many mornings where I wake up and think, oh my gosh, I'm having the worst cold of my life. And I realize it's actually from allergies. When my nasal allergies flare up, and that happens when the season changes and the temps get a little warmer than they normally are, I use Astapro, and I'm amazed at how fast I'm back in the game. And that game is looking for Dorenda on the Upper East Side. Astapro always has my back and nose. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. Astapro and go. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Conversations around wellness and weight loss can be complicated. There's the Instagram filter we all see on IG and social media, and then IRL. And between $20 smoothies and daily ice baths, everyone is doing the most to hack the health system. But there's a better way. 
Row. Row provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. And you can sign up from the comfort of your own home. No scheduling a doctor's appointment, commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. The Row Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Of course, medication must be paired with diet and exercise modifications in order to achieve any stated results. Medication cost is not included in the program. Patients must pay for medication separately. With Row, average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to row.co slash andysgirls. You can sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash andysgirls. Sign up today. In the words of Meredith Marks, when it comes to that week, week and a half before my period, I wish I was disengaging. My PMS is off the charts. Truly Uber Eats needs to check in and say, it's about that time, isn't it? I know it is. The cravings are crazy. I want to crawl out of my skin. Now it's easier to manage PMS with Estro Control. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony and Estro Control, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality, and it shows. For AGs who are friends of perimenopause, menopause, or postmenopause, Happy Mammoth has Hormone Harmony. It's not just a supplement for women going through those stages. It's also become a phenomenon. Women can't stop talking about it on social media. A bottle of Hormone Harmony is sold every 24 seconds. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code ANDYSGIRLS at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code ANDYSGIRLS for 15% off today. I'm engaging. I just came back from the salon and for the record, I went with a sassy little bob and quiet luxury shade of blonde. Yes, that's literally what we're calling it, quiet luxury. Aside from trips to the salon, I don't actually blow out my hair. My hair is naturally wavy, and that's why I love Way. Way's new anti-frizz cream is a lightweight cream that provides immediate frizz control that lasts for up to 72 hours. I know that I have a limited amount of time <laughs> with wet, wavy hair in which to get myself in order. And that is why I love the anti-frizz cream. It has notes of bergamot, Italian lemon, violet, and more. And it smells unbelievable. Truly, as someone who is a little bit sensitive to scents, I put this in my hair and I feel great. It also genuinely pairs well with my perfume, which I appreciate. I don't blow out my hair because after years of color processing and attempting to make it straight, I know it looks better and stays healthier when I avoid blow drying, which is why I love the anti-frizz cream. I've used products, especially with wavy hair, where it feels heavy and 
looks kind of wet. And that's why I love Waze Anti-Frizz Cream because it enhances the natural waves in my hair. I still look like me, just a little elevated. And P.S. I am way obsessed with Waze other bestsellers. Their leave-in conditioner, detox shampoo, my personal favorite. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E- O-U-A-I dot com and enter promo code Andy for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com with promo code Andy. I can't believe we're here. I I can't believe we're at this point. I really, Kyle and Mauricio, and it's like, we just didn't really get any time because there really, to me, was no indication because a lot of this was happening. And a lot of this was happening while they were filming. We're not aware of Mm -hmm. the ins and outs of how that is going to play aside from just like rumors and speculation and paparazzi shots. Like it just felt like a lot of speculative gossip. So the fact that some of this is, has become real and been confirmed in their behavior and in the finale episode is just I know it's just kind of wild I just I still feel maybe this is like ridiculous I just I still genuinely feel surprised by it but yeah. but then I watch them and I'm like oh god don't stay together Please. no no this is it's not dark. good seeing it's them not on good. camera in like scenes was felt very dark yeah, and how much of that is because he was just tapped out because he knew it wasn't going to happen because right. they've been struggling for a while. Yeah. Like, I'm criticizing him for not being more connected to his wife, but, like, LOL, if they were separated a month after filming, but, like, maybe more than a month, then... In the sense he wasn't living in that house. Well, that's what he was sort of referencing like, like in the before. meeting with the kids. Yeah. I get the sense that the whole season he wasn't living there. Because he was constantly coming and going and always like, is this packed? Is this? And I know he travels a lot for his job and that's like a real thing. But like, I got Panama. I get the sense that he was maybe all of his stuff was still there, but I don't think he was residing in that house with her. I think he was stopping in to film a scene to be like, now I'm going to Argentina. And like what? And like, I think I don't think he was like there full time in a way that is slightly by choice, not by obligation. And they do have multiple houses. I mean, she's referenced yeah. that too, that like you can quote unquote live together in that you are living in properties that, that you, you both share. Are, yeah. Right. But it doesn't necessarily. And also the house is so gorgeous and so mm-hmm. goddamn big mm-hmm. that like they could figure it out. This mm-hmm. isn't, I mean, Tom and Ariana have a beautiful house, but it's not, this too is too small that. for what's happening there. It's way too small for what's happening it there. It really May is. May as well be a one bedroom apartment. I mean, this is truly <laughs> kind of like the Lonely Hearts Club, what yeah. we're watching right now I with know. both of those franchises, obviously with Miami too, with what Lisa's been going, dealing with, with Lenny. And um, it's just, it's, there's so many different mm-hmm. ways to look at the disillusion of several of these relationships but i think for many of us it was surprise i mean lol spoiler alert it was surprising to find out yes about scandaval and it's surprising to find out about kyle mauricio i would argue both of these are genuine shock to people yes because they were perceived as being relatively pristine yeah yeah it is it's it's a new era in Bravo, I think. I feel like in the past, a divorce was so uncommon and earth shattering in some like for some of these, like if you've been on for a few seasons and we know who your husband is like, mm. holy crap, like you guys are. Sp-. And like, I think now while it's still shocking when it's like, well, we've known that you guys were a couple for 20 years and like you have all these kids and blah, blah, blah. Like, I do think it's 
it's less, we're like, yeah, relationships end and things happen. And I think especially when you're constantly, not just on TV, but like, like blasting your existence mm. into the world on social media, on all these different, on podcasts, like all these, I think it like, that takes a toll. And like, I think that that's like a nice lesson that I think Bravo can teach us sometimes about like the foundation of a relationship needing to be strong enough to withstand like this intense like public version mm-hmm. of being a person which whether you're on a show or you're you know like us very public but like but I <laughs> but I mean but I mean it like I mean I know people who like do comedy and have podcasts who are like it's really tough like to keep a relationship going because you have people with opinions who aren't in your relationship and aren't in your world and have access to you yeah I mean, people have access to these women, yeah. not necessarily in like texting them, but in being able to have an influence, even the way that Kyle seems to be carrying some element of guilt or shame about this ending because mm-hmm. she is constantly referencing she did this at BravoCon. She didn't watch what happens. I think she did it on the episode. Yeah. This whole like people. Oh, yeah. hundred percent. She did because we saw exam. We saw screen screenshots oh, yeah, the tweets. of like people saying I thought you know, now I no longer believe in love, which like you can think about and be like, oh my God, LOL a little bit on this. Like (laughs) the fact that you're basing so much of this on one couple is a lot of pressure for anyone to take. But also, yeah, I mean, to read that stuff and feel like she, she doesn't, she doesn't bear the responsibility of staying married so that strangers on the internet feel safe and hopeful. But also, obviously, it's going to have an impact on her. Yeah. Can we talk about the party a little bit? Yeah. It didn't look fun. Yeah. But there was a moment with Garcelle and Sutton that made me laugh so much. And all I want to do is hang out with Garcelle. She is truly like, she's everything to me on Bravo. She and her are, are talking about um, Sutton's like dating. And she's like, oh, have you like seen Steve or whatever? And, and Sutton's like, oh, my God. And she's like, and like, and Gar- and and. Sutton's basically like, he goes to me and then he texts me and I just, I just think I deserve more. And it's like a very, like, I'm like, I'm like, yes, I'm with you, girl. And then Garcelle goes, there's a lot of Steve's in the fish. (laughs) And then she like holds up her like glass of obviously tequila and like cheers her and like Sutton's like, the sea? And she's like, (laughs) whatever. (laughs) And it's just like, it's just like, it makes, it just like is so nice because I'm like, that feels like a very comfortable friendship for them. And it felt like really like fun to get just like a peek into like, I feel like that is how they talk, not on the show. Yeah. And it's fun to see like, Garcelle is funny. And it's like nice to get to see like these moments of lightness. Um. Yeah, I just like liked that moment a lot and I really wanted to talk about it. Also, like, I'm sorry, I don't care if Erica Jane is also that's a that's a tie-in with Bravo. Like, yeah, Bravo is like because they have like her little like two episode miniseries about Vegas coming, right. right? And it's like, and also, is she still in Vegas or no? I don't remember. Like, I'm sure she needs to like sell tickets to that. Sure. Like, and I get it. Like it's all and like and I get I as a performer, <clears throat> um, <laughs> But, like, I get her, like, emotions around it. Sure. But it was just, like, so hard. And perhaps because it was in this episode that is split with the end of Kyle and Mauricio that I was like, who cares? I don't care, Erica. Like, I don't care that you're like, we haven't all been together. And I'm like, you're going to lip sync to one song and do a split. Like, I just don't see. (laughs) 
for like 70 Life people in a massive yeah. like you're not performing at SoFi like you're not no, actually she's performing for TV though so she Correct. doesn't want to look like an idiot and like and I wish that that was the kind of thing that we got to like acknowledge sometimes yeah. and I know we can't yet yeah. I think that like we are getting there mm-hmm. with with kind of like breaking the fourth wall and looking to camera and like saying something mm-hmm. which like it'll change but like it is just like in the show, in the fake reality that we've built, like this, you're doing one song at Kyle's party. It's just isn't, it's not the, com- like, I'm like, I'm I'm more interested in day one of Vegas, like, you know, yeah. which I know wasn't like schedule wise, like sure. something that made sense, but it was just like, okay. And then like Denise showing up in a pink jacket that said Givenchy. I'm just like, <laughs> girl, never stop being you. Like never <laughs> stop being you. Never. Thank you. You're welcome. And like, she totally thought she fit the theme. She was like, a part of it was white. She was like, this is white. Like <laughs> just also like her husband, her like insane husband was wearing like black pants. <laughs> was I was he? like, he was wearing like a white t-shirt, a blazer and then like black or See, dark jeans. we need jeans. her back because she doesn't care. I we need that back. But I think like the dosage that we got of her this season was kind of perfect. Agreed. Agree. Uh, that's back is in continuing. Yes, in whatever I, whatever this is, yeah. keep Great. it going. Like yeah. she's not even really a friend of. Like she's, she's kind not. of she's this like in between. Yep. It's so perfect. It's so great because like she'll give us like a little bit of drama, a little bit of humor, and then like we don't have to be stressed out by her anymore. <laughs> Absolutely. Also, speaking of the Steve and the fish. Um, when Sutton said he ghosted me, listen, maybe I'm a hardened viewer voyeur at this point, but I immediately instinctively, because there was something about him I didn't like. I just thought because they're not filming anymore. So she didn't that was hear the from sense. him again. I got the sense that he kind of wanted to be on TV. He gave me actor energy. I'm like yeah. char- charming and charismatic and maybe I he can felt do a job. Kind of cast. Yeah, and that doesn't mean that it doesn't production I, was involved. It just means that he saw an opportunity and ran with it. Yeah. But I want something to be obviously we want and it might have also not worked out, but it just feels like the way that he was like, let's go on a first date, let's go on a second date, let's go on a third date. The fact that he was so um forward about that and energized and then and isn't then just, getting just, back to her. Yeah. Cause it's not being filmed anymore. Well, what kind of tipped me off, and this is like perhaps unfair, but like when they were on their date and she had her Celine bag on the ledge and he was uh, like, Celine, like Dion, she makes bags. And I'm like, that's not to say that every man with money has to understand uh women's luxury brands. But if you're a rich man in Beverly Hills I don't and, think he's rich. And you date but I think he's like a man. I think he's that like a man in Beverly it Hills was who kind drives of sold by as like perhaps he is amongst peers with Sutton. Yeah. I just thought he was uh, available. Oh and I thought cute. that like I thought she wouldn't have gone out with somebody unless they were like I mean, that's a matchmaker question, honestly. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, because yeah. like I like he I, didn't give me like I'm, you know, flying. Well, that's why I was whatever. like, oh, they're like in different places financially. Like this isn't going to work. Mm. And he's either lying about his money or like he's not. And she's mm. like, this isn't for me. But Watching her buy interested. jewelry. Watching her buy jewelry. I could do that all day. <laughs> Martin Katz, right? I mean. Those earrings. Those earrings are stunning. And Porter's $46,000 college graduation. College graduation. Can I mean I I I just like what I want to be I'm like adopt me, <laughs> but it's so real and the way because she's actually buying it. Spoiler alert! Oh. Unlike other people who go shopping on camera, mm-hmm. no, she is eight thousand dollars. She pauses. You she says, know okay. that she's got that money. And, oh, totally. Like and that she is spending that money. And then she was wearing those ear. Like it's yeah. not like she didn't return them later. She didn't like it, they weren't on loan. She wrote a check like. 
I lost a diamond earring in Madewell the other day. And it was, I was trying it out and I thought I was going to return it. And it was not terribly expensive. It was a very, very, when I say diamond, I mean like extremely, extremely small. Oh no, I have like over, over a hundred dollars, but like not, we're not talking like thousand. Right. We're not even talking, I mean, LOL, but like, we're not talking like several hundred dollars. And I went to the register to buy a shirt that was on sale for $9.95 plus 30% off. And I was like, cha-ching, but I need to try it on because it's final sale. I don't want to lose seven bucks. So I walk over and I touch (laughs) the back of, I touch my ear just like, and I felt the backing and I went, are you fucking kidding? Because my life flashed before because I'm a normal person yes. that's, a, you know, not to cast aspersions on the wealthy. I mean, shout out, join the page. But like, <laughs> I, I just that's that's a significant I don't want to I always lose everything. Me too. But I cannot afford to continue doing that. I can't also be somebody who's like, I lost a diamond. Like, I just can't like yeah. live like the only pe- person who could say that is Lisa Vanderpump. True. Or Literally. Erica, if she wants to keep them stored well, somewhere else, <laughs> <and> not <laughs> turn them in. Um. And it it was like a frantic 10 minutes and then a wonderful security guard who I tried to tip who would not accept it. So shout out to Haas at the um, Madewell Upper East Side. Uh, truly, it was a frantic 10 minutes of my life. She found it. And it was like the teeny. I've, I wear very, very, very small earrings because I have a bunch yes. of piercings. Mm-hmm. And I love them. I love a curated mm-hmm. ear. But like it was terrifying. So to I mean, maybe I'm like I self-soothing know. by watching Sutton spend $68,000 on a, the Did you see that beautiful. giant that giant tanzanite ring she put on? Was it tanzanite? Or? It was like a green tourmaline. Greeny blue. Yeah, tourmaline. Tourmaline. It was like a blue. I don't know green. tourmaline at all. Ugh, it's I don't really know. pretty. And, you know, it's just what like was that. It was like a hundred something. Yeah, it was, was a it? lot. And then that one, and then that million? light blue diamond was nine million. Which that, when he said, show her the little ring you're wearing, I was like, oh, we're about to get fucked up. But when he, when I saw it, I thought, because I don't know a blue diamond from. You know, I was shocked by that price because I feel like I've seen diamond rings that big. Well, you know who's really into colored diamonds is Ben Affleck. Yes, he is. Because with JLo one, JLo two, we went from pink to green, her favorite color. And so, like the blue of it all, it's beautiful. I don't, I, I understand. I liked it as a somebody who's stone. a cool color person, but yeah, yeah. Like Katie Maloney's, that's not really my energy at, no. at all. Like a dirty rock, no. like that's not yeah. really my vibe. But like, shout out to anybody who enjoys a, a brown diamond or. Or wasn't it brown? It was like a chocolate. Di- like it was like a, a chestnut. Oh, I thought she had just like an emerald or something. I don't know. No, no it no. was amber looking. Oh, that's right. Intentionally, yeah. by the way. Um, but that blue diamond. I mean, I mean, I, I, I was I, into it. I, I, like half a million, maybe or right. a mil. But nine, nine million, and it wasn't big. But I guess it's it just super fucking rare, rare and in perfect, pristine condition. Yeah. He's great. I don't know anything about Martin Katz except like what he does for the Oscars. Fantastic style. Terrific. He's I love. I love love. I mean, every piece of jewelry they showed us in that little shopping scene, I was like, yeah, I see no problems with this. Yeah. It doesn't fit into my life, but like. Well, and also many of the women on Housewives just perform rich. Feels like Martin Katz is a jeweler for those with wealth. Yes. Those with wealth and taste. Yes. I thought everything Lisa he had was not tasteful. There, you know? <laughs> Lisa Rinna's not She was like, is this on QVC? Um, no. she's. I mean, she's paying her mortgage. You yeah, know? Yeah, she's no, she hustles for her money, yeah, but she she's does. not like dropping like $120,000 on two sets of earrings. No. But I also feel like his pieces are gorgeous. But is it weird for me to say? I mean, I know that some of those stones are huge, but... 
they're they feel it's more tasteful. gracious. Yes. They feel gracious in there's a subtlety tone. too. Yeah, which I love. And it feels very Sutton. Sutton has great taste, even though she wears so much goddamn couture that does not look great on no, camera. No, but I do but I think she know she recognizes when something is is excellent and yeah and cool and and stylish and she gets it. I like I like I mean, I'll say it. I like Sutton. I don't like Kyle and I do like Sutton. Is that um, controversial me. to like Sutton? I, th- I, I like Sutton. I have some group texts where that where some people like hate Sutton. She's a little prickly and she's a sensitive yeah. and she's emotional. Yes. But, but I, I mean, like her. I think she's same. really good at her job. Yeah. Her job of housewife, not whatever her brand is. Well, maybe good at that too. I, I mean, she might, I just don't know. I can only yeah, yeah, speak yeah. to. Yeah. She's very We haven't good been to her store, but we've seen, you know, her. I would like to go to her store. Yeah. She, I feel like she's really, we've seen her grow mm-hmm. a lot. And my hope is also, P.S., on social all the time, she's with Sanjeet. I'm like, why can't Sanjeet happen? You okay. guys stayed in touch. You seem like to be your good friends. Yeah, I know I if there's that. not a if there's not a spark, I get it. But like, he's a cute guy. I also sometimes wonder about the the kind of rules of her divorce mm. and like if if she is allowed to be dating publicly on TV. Like, I don't think that. He, oh, he doesn't have any. He has control over the kids when they're minors, but he doesn't have any say in that. I don't. Th- but like, there might be like financial like. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how divorces work or like what she's like agreed, like just not, not even like legally, but like privately with him to be like, I'm not going to. I don't know. I don't, I, I'm sure she's like, I'm not going to fuck anybody on the fridge because I don't want to like yes. diminish our past that, emphasis yes. on past relationship. But I also don't know that they're having those conversations. Yeah. Versus, I can't t- I'm so like curious about just kind of like that marriage and divorce and its current status. Well, I don't know. I mean, obviously, Lou lost an awful lot in marrying Tom D'Agostino because she lost her um, alimony. I don't, I don't know Sutton what will happen. Again. I don't I, I Unless a lot of money came through. And I'm not, that's not me saying I think she's she superficial. She has so much money, though. But I'm, like, wondering, like, again, like, does it dry up mm. the second, like... Uh, yeah, I don't know if she has some sort of separate or different agreement. Yeah. Um, I have no idea how that works. I really, truly, unsurprisingly. But um, yeah, I haven't, you know, been married to a bajillionaire. No. And yet. I know for real yet. Um, can setting. I talk about my sweater? Yeah. Okay. So feel this. Mm. I'm sorry, podcast. <gasps> so soft. So this is a brand called The Elder Statesman. Have you ever seen this online or in stores? No. I have seen it around and been like, how, why is that, so, like, just online, I've been like, why are these sweaters so, like, expensive? Hundreds into the thousands of dollars. What? And I'm like, this is just a sweater. And, like, I have nice cashmere. Like, I have, and I felt nice cashmere. Like, I felt like I've I've seen a Loro Piano sweater in, in person, and it's gorgeous. I've sold it. I've never owned it. Yeah. yeah. And, like, but, like, I'm a cashmere, like, I'm a cashmere girl, and I always have been. And I'll spend a little bit of money on cashmere, but I'm like, that's insane. And I was at uh, Kierna Zabet. Zabetti, oh, which I haven't been doing years. And meatpacking? Um, in Soho. Oh, oh, okay. And I was walking around and I finally felt one in person. And <gasps> I was like, holy sh-. I like out like I said something out loud when I touched it. I was like, this, oh wow. And like the guy who was working there was like, that's the only cashmere Mauricio Imansky wears. And I was like, how did he know that you would know who Mo was? I think just like my vibe is you watch Housewives. Um <laughs> I was like, well, also, like, I walk into a store and I'm like, I'm going to be friends with everybody who works here if it kills well, my, me. Oh, um, no, 100%. I'm the like, same way. Absolutely. Just, like, like me. Yep, um, yep, yep, as yep. somebody who worked in retail and was always just thrilled when a regular person who was nice came yes. in. I'm just like, I will. I, we I, repay. And it's like, we and I'm sure, and I'm sure they're like, get out of here. You don't have any money. <laughs> um, so I started looking on the real, real. 
for the brand. And oh. I found one and I had a credit from selling some stuff. And so I was like, mm. and it was like, it was like a very, like, this is what I would spend. This is what a J. Crew cashmere sweater would cost or less when I got it. And it's I don't pre-owned. own cashmere. I Ugh. have like, I just, I had to go to Zara to get like a fucking turtleneck. So, I, I don't, I don't dress for seasons. It's the softest thing I've ever touched. And How much was it? Can I ask? Is that inappropriate? It was 160. And what's the retail? Five million? Oh, like, I mean. That blue over, diamond? Over 500 for sure. Like, <sighs> yeah. That's incredible. I, I, did I not say when you got here, I said, I love I like this sweater. sweater. Yep. It's a beautiful it's gorgeous. sweater. It's like a yellow kind of slouchy crop. It's like a neck. chartreuse yes. almost. It's a yellow, but it has like a chartreuse energy. There's like but a green tone to when it. When he was like, this is what Mauricio wears. This is the cashmere he wears. I was wow, like, wow, wow. I don't want to be like him, but he is rich and thus has nice things. <laughs> and therefore I would like those things. And here I am in a Mauricio sweater, more or less. Uh, he is a cute guy. I just, yeah. I don't know what's it's happening not a good there. Guy, I know. Well, speaking of not good guys. Yes. And um, I have one, one more quick minor please. one sentence thought about Beverly Hills and then we can move on. Yeah. Um, I just really love Crystal's hair. It's so beautiful. Is it? Like, it is. There was, like, I never thought about it. They like, she always looks great, but then like, yeah. I, like and she wears it pulled back and she's so stunning. But yeah, like she's so beautiful. there was like a, a kind of a flashback cutaway to like her sitting with her brother. Um yeah. and like he was talking to like her mom. Like, you've been a good mom and you've been mm-hmm. a good sister. And she's sitting there and it is just like the perfect yeah. 90s supermodel. It's so yes. full. It's but it's not like overdone ever. When her yeah. hair is just down and loose and like it's just she just has beautiful hair. Good for you, Crystal. It's a little like Cindy Crawford hair. Yes, it's the fluffy 90s it's like hair. It's bouncy. Which is what I always want if oh, I can make my hair smooth. I could never. I, I can't. can't I can't. Like, my hair's wavy. Yeah. It's just like I can do it, but it's like we need a team. Uh, yeah, I can't And they do need myself. to be in charge of it every single no, day. I can and barely, I can't do it. Yeah, I can't. I'm like, it's this. Um, anyway. Well, that was shout my... out to Crystal's hair. Yeah, We gorgeous. appreciate you. Um, so just to talk a, for a hot second yeah. about VPR. I know you've got to get on a flight. I got to. <laughs> is the internet back? I oh. don't know. Is oh. it? I'm seeing. I was seeing SOS, and now this I see isn't bars. concerning at all that it went off, and now it's back, and whatever. I am seeing bars. I'm no longer seeing SOS. Okay, okay. I feel like we are. Um, Thanks, Russia, or back whatever. In, back in biz. Oh, also, you know what? I kept wanting to mention this, but um, but you know, there's been so much going on with Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. It's not TV related, but it is movie related. Hit me. In light of, I, I would have recommended this anyway, and I uh, had just recently rewatched it. But if anyone listening has not yet watched Navalny. Um, oh, I haven't, but it's on. It was perhaps a weekend thing for me this weekend. Oh, it's uh, I could not more strongly, highly recommend it. He was tragically and unfortunately murdered um, while um, in the custody of the state. And uh, if, if for anyone who's been focusing on like geopolitics mm-hmm. and Putin's continued uh, rise in power and just kind of like ownership um, over there. This was someone who dedicated his life and sacrificed his life in support of his motherland and in defense of it and fighting for its survival. And um, it's an incredibly, it's a fascinating, at at some points in the doc, it feels like a thriller. And there's a moment where, you know, the the interviewer, the director asks, you know, what would you say to yourself if you are killed? Because that was a very, very real possibility. And I've seen the doc um, a couple times and uh, just truly sort of screamed when the news came in that he had been murdered. Mm -hmm. And um, 
and they're hiding his body so that they can't run testing, seeming uh, reportedly that the reason that his body has gone missing is so whatever poison he was injected with, because he was almost he came very, very close to death because he was poisoned um, yeah, at before, an airport yeah. at an airport. And uh, because they were able to evacuate him to another country, that's the only reason that he survived uh, at, at a certain point um, mm. when he was taken out. Um, it's just very... It's on Max. Yeah, it's on Max. You can probably get it, honestly, fucking anywhere. Because yeah. it's like, it's on Max, but I'm sure you could rent it too yeah. if you don't have Max. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I just could not more strongly recommend it. It's uh, especially in light of his death. His widow, who is also featured in the documentary, his poor kids, one Oof. of whom I think is studying or was studying at that point at Stanford. This won the Oscar for Best Documentary. Yes. Um and they spoke. He could not because he had been uh, imprisoned at that point. Um, he refused to stay out of Russia. He knew that his power and influence so that, you know, because if they say if he doesn't return to Russia, they say it's Western propaganda. You're not you're being used as a state by by as a as a as an actor by the you know by the united states yeah. and for him to move to, for him to go back surrounded by press knowing that he was certainly going to be arrested and imprisoned for decades and then sent to these terrible horrifying colonies listen this is a podcast about housewives i do want to get your thoughts on tom but i just could not more strongly recommend yeah. it and uh for anyone who has been following his journey and his battle it's just a heart-wrenching uh situation right now and his wife is now putting herself in harm's way to carry the torch a torch that they did also carry together it's just i think a member of his team is also was also arrested too like it's just a fucking shit show um so i could not more highly recommend a watch it's it's an important watch and it's yeah. also really well done it's incredible incredibly gripping and powerful. I, I promise people yeah. will connect with it. Um, Tom Sandoval. <laughs> <laughs> How do we feel? I mean, enough already. Yeah, I think that's something that he would say. I mean, and I just... He did repeatedly. Yeah, he was like, just let... And it's like, I don't... I think on Bravo, and I'd like... One of the like many thoughts I texted you was like, I think the, the apology scene from... Last week on Beverly Hills with Erica and the women at that stupid diamonds and champagne lunch at What's-Her-Face's house. Mm. Um, Erica, like, kind of, like, wanting everyone to apologize to her. And I think, like, what Erica, like, misunderstands about everything is, like, no one was mad that her husband did stuff and it possibly implicated her. Like, I don't think anybody was, like mad at her for that what they were upset with her for is like her behavior after things started coming out and her complete inability to be remotely empathetic mm -hmm. or gracious or vulnerable or mm -hmm. anything and to like and i think that like what we're seeing with tom is like a sim like she wanted like apologize to me for how you treated me it's like they were rightfully saying don't say you don't care about the victims mm -hmm. like that's what was happening and with Tom, I feel like there is, like, a parallel where he's, like, he's, like, why won't everybody apologize to me for how awful I'm being treated in the public eye? And it's, like, you cheated on somebody who everybody liked and then were not really remorseful and then went on tour shirtless cover banding singing songs about it. Like, mm -hmm. it's not just you cheated, why can't you forgive me? It's that you, like, kind of, like, turn, like, that you, how you reacted after the inciting event that people are the most grossed out by. Yeah, he said she wasn't fuckable. Right. Like, she was wearing, yeah, like, a wearing a t-shirt. And it's just, like, 
that like I think that's like a Bravo thing a lot too, where people like misunderstand why people are upset with them a lot mm-hmm. because they're like, you can't be upset with me about this thing. This thing isn't really me and my actions, or it is, and it's a mistake that I think in other scenarios I see people um give forgiveness or mm-hmm. understanding to, and you're not giving it to me. And it's like, no, that's not the problem. The problem is the way you're behaving around the thing mm-hmm. that you're wanting the understanding for and the fact that you don't provide any vulnerability for people to kind of give you that understanding. And I think that, like, that bumped me with Erica with all that shit, and it really, I saw it again in, like, the way Tom is talking about kind of the fallout of Scandal. Yeah, and the Erica of it all, there's additional upset that people would question whether or not she was involved, but it was a, a conversation everybody was having, including people suing her. Yes. So um, so there's that. And and Tom saying, you know, the... Sheena and Ariana, sorry, Sheena and Lala are like teaching people how to treat him. I think he's teaching people how to treat him yeah. as well. But like no real apologies. And then for, you know, obviously it's like hard to talk about the episode and then also his fabulous interview. <laughs> um, <laughs> which I have talked about. Which you've talked about. So I'm like, we can just so, talk about the episode. For so many, uh, for so many, literal hours but on like, the Patreon. That's like that's the thing. It's like, like yeah. you still want people to give you like forgiveness and understanding and benefit of the doubt and a, ch- a second chance. But like, why? Because this is how you continue to talk and behave about what happened. Like, it's not even about what happened anymore. It's about who you are as a person. <laughs> he's not, he's not great. No, he's bad. And I, there were moments right after where I was like, is this just we fell in love? Mm. And I think like Sheena put it well in an earlier episode where she's like, if this was just I fell in love with my friend and I cheated on my partner of a long time, like, I think we could all get over that. But like the restraining order that Raquel placed on her and like all it's like it's like all this stuff that happens from it that makes it not just that thing. Yeah. And also that thing might be the thing. Yeah. You know, it, it might not be. And, and other that thing things. can still be unforgiven. You don't right, have right, to right, like. Right. People get to make give the people choice. a second chance. Like, yeah, that's fine. And I think for Sheena, it, she's reaching this sort of almost crisis point with Ariana of like, well, I might want to listen to him. I might want to tone down some mm-hmm. of what I've been able to like successfully monetize mm-hmm. because I can I understand that like he's you know, is really struggling right now. And Ariana's going to have a very different take on that than Sheena is. I do think that there's a difference between maybe not referencing him so often mm-hmm. um, and dragging him so heavily and focusing like all of your content around him right. versus like calling him up Olive to go to branch. brunch. Yeah. Like we're talking about it, like we're going to be friends again or not. And I'm going like, to peel back a little bit on the like just the constant talking about this guy in this way and instead like try and kind of and it's like they all should like just from a financial standpoint like we are getting bored Mm. or at least i am getting bored. i'm like i'm like now what yeah what else and like i'm feeling that about the show a little bit but i'm also like i don't religiously listen to any of their podcasts i just kind of like Mm -hmm. see a clip when it comes across my phone but like i do think there is like a beating a dead horse. And like, look, he continues to make news and therefore it continues to be something worth talking about when he compares himself to civil rights leaders and people like whatever or not civil rights leaders. I mean, but a victim George, of a victim systematic of brutality. Right. right. Um, and, and a guy who, who killed has his wife. Become, um, <laughs> I mean, who has become a, a, a symbol for. Yeah, for the movement. resistance and Black right. Lives Matter and all of these things that are like very important and real. And Tom. I don't know, had sex with a beauty queen. I don't know. We're not really on the same page. But like right. because he still says those things, I get that there's still value to talking about them. But 
I do need more. And again, I don't listen to their to Lala or Sheena's podcast, so mm-hmm. I don't know like what, if they're talking about other things and if they're kind of like trying to find other kind of like paths forward in this group and in this world and in kind of like their own careers. But those are two different things. And Sheena does seem like open to friendship. Which she gets to make the choice. If right. she has an understanding that Ariana is not going to change and has set boundaries in place and those boundaries could impact her friendship, Sheena gets to make... Th- I mean, Sheena's, you know, sort of talking around this whole thing of, like, things happen to me and I'm not in control of them. Yes. Um, Not in any way... Uh, I'm not in any way referencing the OCD, but just no, in no, no, saying, no, no. like, just from like the stand of all... Right. And from the group perspective, if she wants to take ownership in pursuing some sort of like reconciliation or just peace with Tom or whatever that is, it can come at the cost of her friendship. She has to decide. Mm -hmm. It's not a position of like, you can have both of these. And I do think that she misses Tom and it's like, okay, well, you have to decide is missing Tom better or worse than missing Ariana. She gets to make that decision. But there are going to be consequences if she chooses Tom from from her seemingly best friend yeah right and she's been such an ariana i mean they've been so close for so long i know that's been that was like a thing early days like mm-hmm. that it, that separated sheena from kind of the other women working at sir at the time like that was a thing so like if she does kind of like cross back and decide to pursue a friendship with tom it says a lot about where their friend where, where her friendship is with ariana right now yeah i'm curious for sheena's perception of repentance Mm -hmm. you know like what that looks like for sheena when it comes to tom like what does it mean that he says he's sorry you know if and when they have a follow-up conversation after the one that was like (laughs) so dramatic (laughs) like that's when it like feels scripted but it's not but it's like oh my god you're here and you're here and now we're gonna have this it was a it was a lot of energy um but i I guess that's sort of the the tension that Mm -hmm. i do think kind of exist right now with Mm -hmm. Sheena and Ariana does not appear like they are as close as they were. And I can't put all the eggs in the basket of like, because Ariana's working so much. I just think there are other factors at play here. Yeah. Maybe the fact that she's working so much influences the ways that Sheena might feel like she's become like secondary. Yeah. And I do think, you know, I'm interested in how much of it is just like, we need a villain edit on Ariana right now. Mm -hmm. Or if it, it like, I, I'm trying to, like, figure out how I feel watching it. And again, mm-hmm. we're in the future in real time. So it's always hard mm-hmm. being like, she just, like, sold the most tickets on Broadway for Chicago since, like, whatever. Right. But, like, they are editing her to be kind of like this unstoppable, like, Force. It's, it's me now. I'm right. the number one guy in this group. And I I could see feeling if I were someone like Sheena, like, that. that's... And, like, I think we know that, like, that kind of comes between her and, and Lala and, like, mm-hmm. those, like... But the edit they're giving Ariana is, like, because we actually haven't seen her in a ton of scenes doing a lot Sheena? Yet. No, Ariana. Oh, Ariana. Sorry, like, my bad. We've seen, like, you know, these very staged scenes. We haven't seen, like, we had the girls group dinner, which I thought was really nice. And, like, we've seen her at things. But we haven't, even her testimonial of, like, I'm going to, like, talk about Tom while I'm, like, fixing mm. my makeup in a mirror is, like, all a little much. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, is that actually how she's being or is this kind of like a production um, nudge? Mm-hmm. And I'm curious. But I could see feeling as someone around her like and especially I feel I mean, I'm interested to see where it goes with Lala. But like I could see her being like, 
I got cheated on. I didn't get job opportunities. I didn't get this. Like, you you became a superstar overnight from just being the victim of a really shitty partner. Um, not to say she isn't talented enough and great enough to, like, have those things, but it happened overnight, and I could see that kind of shocking the group, and I could see Sheena feeling like, I've been carrying this show on my back for 10 years, mm-hmm. and here, like, I now have to sit around and talk about other people, mm-hmm. and it's not me driving story, and it's not me getting opportunities outside of Bravo, and I don't know. I could, I could, I can see where she's coming from. I still don't think it's ever worth being friends with Sandoval. Over. No, I I'm would like, not want to spend like if you're going to like ruffle feathers with Ariana, do whatever something like actually valuable to you. Yeah, and I actually appreciated Schwartz in the scene with that they had together when he was just kind of standing in support of his other friends and yeah. being like, you, 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 they deserve a minute. Like they deserve yeah. to like own their upset, but like you could extend a little grace since you're trying to yank it from everybody else's hands. Yes. Um, listen, we have to wrap because I have to hop okay. on a flight. But yes. before we do, it, it's an impossible thing to summarize, but a lot going on with James and his recovery. Yes. Um, how are we feeling about the talking around his relationship and them re- reaching a crisis point it, where she said she couldn't continue with him unless he, you know. It sucks because I both like want more specific details on what happened, but also I don't like I, I think that James is, like, one of the more complicated f- figures for me on Bravo because I do think he has done and said some incredibly nasty, cruel things to mm-hmm. people and been an objectively bad guy to people. And, I like, I am impressed every day that Katie Maloney, like, continues to film with him yeah. after the things he said. Now, do I think a lot of that stuff came out because he has real issues with alcohol use and he was using a lot of alcohol at the time that mm-hmm. he was being the worst? Yes. And do people deserve grace for getting on the other side of that and, you know, trying to understand and be better and, and repair things? And, like, I am all for that. It makes me nervous to see, like, and I'm like, is this just like an edit? Like, and and again, like, we're just like, we're too in with, I'm too into what Bravo does where mm-hmm. I'm like, is the, you know, it's like, she's talking about his sobriety. He's pounding a weed seltzer. And I'm like, is that supposed to be funny? Is that supposed to be foreshadowing what's coming? Is that supposed to be like, yeah, he's actually not who you think. Like, I, I don't know, like, why we're getting that cut aside from the fact that I think it was happening kind of in real time. I worry. I want I want James to be better because I think when James is good, he's both good at being on reality TV and I think he is objectively like a not horrible person. No, I think he I think he is. I think he's he's grown so much, so much. And it's been like and I think and I think he was really hurt by elements of Scandal and like the Raquel of it all. And like it's like, yeah, Tom paid for his engagement. Like I like I think that that like what for Tom to like throw that back in his face and be like, what about Kristen? It's like. No, no, those two things are not the same. And I think that James was really hurt. And I do suspect that that kind of like backslide into alcohol use was was spurned by hurt. Yeah. Um, I am curious, like Allie really or both Allie and James like glossed over like what it was. It was just kind of like. Yeah, he was like sending a lot of DMs and like I just was like, I need to get away. And she took the cats or whatever. And it's just like. I know something bigger happened, it seems, and it feels like it's probably really dark. I, 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 and I don't know what that is. I mean, Lala was certainly fishing for it, which made yeah. me a little uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, but 
Um, it just as a woman in hearing some of the stuff that Kristen's talked about, this happened during filming that wasn't shown in episodes, some of what Rachel has mm-hmm. mentioned, um, I just would like to see him continuing to um, live a sober life Me and too. pursue therapy. And, you know, I really do... Um, I really do respect the growth that we've seen from James on the show. Yes. And I am also a little concerned. Mm-hmm. And I, little is not the word to use. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'm trying to be a, really careful There's here. just a shadow of, like, something else dark happening behind kind of the, like, you know, the earnest confessionals and kind of this, like, you know, I, it's great that he's three months sober from alcohol by the time we see him in filming. And, like, I think that's really admirable and hard but it just feels like things aren't quite what they seem Uh, yeah and i i just um i just hope he continues working on his sobriety i Mm -hmm. hope that he is in i hope that he's in therapy i genuinely forget i know Um, i never know i never know with any of these people i know and it's like we only know if we see it on tv but like like, it's like any good therapist shouldn't be on television and Um, there we've seen moments with like i mean i always think of dr amador but like there have been moments of of times where we've had where we've seen conversations where people are held accountable in a way that feels um mindful Mm -hmm. and then we've seen stuff that doesn't feel like that so um hopefully uh there will be more to come when it comes to james's like continued work on himself yes and i think you know this season is going to be a really interesting one and while sheena on the after show is like i've never been the queen of vanderbump rules and everything else like she's never been treated in that way. I do find myself really curious mm-hmm. about what is going to happen here with her and Tom and like not looking too far ahead, but LOL, here I go. How all of this is going to work with Ariana and Sheena at the reunion. Yeah, I'm very, I it is a weird thing where I'm like, I do feel this, the early part of this season is so dialed in on mm-hmm. we're in the aftermath of Scandaval and how every, we're picking up pieces and seeing where everybody is four to five months later. But I am like, what happens at the end of this four yeah. to five months that we're filming? right yeah. now and like where are we going and yeah. it it could get really amazing and interesting it could be very flat i'm totally i'm hoping for the best um listen i gotta go to france have fun in france thanks tell the ags where they can follow you on social all that and more you can find me on instagram and twitter still and uh, tiktok with my two posts at allison libby a-l-i-s-o-n-l-e-i-v-y and you can follow my podcast ruined where we ruin horror movies uh at ruined podcast on all social platforms. Incredible. And guys, have you joined the Andy Scrolls Patreon? Number one way to support the pod. Three episodes went up this week. Um, an app that went up last night. All of the episodes are over an hour uh, with my editor at the Daily Beast, Kevin Fallon, where we have a interesting kind of um, back and forth about all things Tom, New York Times, the Bravoholic kind of rage cycle, uh, the network selective silence, what we believe can and should or might or shouldn't happen. Um, and also get into some JLo Amazon and Miami and Beverly Hills. Another um, Patreon episode with Lewis Peitzman talking about some vulnerable stuff around how we make the decision of what to share on the podcast when and kind of dealing with the ins and outs of our own individual journeys and how that can impact uh, podcasting conversation as well as LOL an awful lot about um, Beverly Hills and the traders and more and uh, reading Rainbow 
rainbow where I read the entire 900,000 word New York Times magazine cover story on Tom and um, get into some further analysis. So you can uh, listen to those episodes at patreon.com slash Andy's Girls. Follow me along as I go to Paris and Rome and Amsterdam for like an hour and a half at Dame Galley on Instagram. And uh, listen, Allison Lively. I just said, yeah. like, lively, but also lively. lively. Yeah, right, right. Thank um, you for having me. Always so fun to be here. I'll come back anytime because I'm going to go get a very good chicken <laughs> Caesar wrap from Milano Market after this. It, it's my treat, and I'm never on the Upper East Side. I deserve it. I love that this is a win-win for us. It I really get to is. talk to you, and you get to have a sandwich. I mean, everybody's happy. <laughs> Everybody is happy. On that note, I always say on that note, like, 14 times. I can't not say it. I can't, I can't stop not say it. I can't not say <laughs> it. I know. I have to continue. Um, guys, thanks so much for listening, and we will chat with you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you.